Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. This is the BSN Denver Buffs Podcast. That's a vibe. She wanna vibe. Powered That's vibe. by the BSN Denver yeah. Podcast uh, That's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Welcome into the BSN Buffs podcast. Jake Shapiro alongside Chase Howell coming to you from the CU Spring Game. This is going to be a little bit of a unique podcast. I will be calling the game while Chase uh, does our normal podcast things. We'll be calling this game. Uh, first play is the offense. Steven Montez drops back, throws one deep over the middle, and he's intercepted by Nick Fisher. Coming back the other way, Fisher on the 35, brings it back to the 30. Stiff arms, Jay McIntyre. He's caught it on the near side. He's got some space, and he'll be tackled out of bounds by Steven Montez. Not a very smart throw by Steven Montez to get this spring ball game going. I mean, just wanted to send one deep, and I don't even know if he saw Fisher playing safety back there. He was trying to find Devin Ross out over the middle. Uh, Devin's not been practicing as much over the spring. He's had some academic issues, but this is the story for the CU Buffs this year. Will be Steven Montez replacing Captain Sefa Lufau, who goes down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Colorado Buffaloes football history, of course, engineered the rise. Uh, Montez here in his, I mean, obviously not a good first start, but in his last appearance for the Buffs in the Alamo Bowl, he did not look good either. Yeah, uh, he came in right after Sefo got injured, made one really good throw, I remember, right? And then he did the flea flicker. And, and it was all kind of downhill from there. <laughs> so... We get to see that again. I mean, we know Steven Montez likes to take shots. That's part of his game. He likes to throw the deep ball, but um, that one probably he wants back. Neuer out of quarterback. He's going to hand off to Bo Bicharet. He takes a carry, moves about three yards up off the left side. Second team offense in there right now. It looks like the is that the second team defense in there as well, Chase? Yeah, it's hard it to, like it. It's hard to tell with these DBs because I don't think they this depth chart that they have is not very accurate because you got a guy like Dante Wigley out there on the depth chart as the three. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I've heard out of everyone that Wigley's probably that starter. Neuer now in a shotgun. Bicharet, uh pistol behind him. Mike McIntyre touching Neuer's uh, back, trying to motion in uh, a change on defense. Of course, this is a spring game. There is essentially no rules. Uh-huh. Uh, Neuer now getting ready to take this snap. He's wearing a gray jersey today, offense in black, defense in white. Bicharet takes one up the middle, plunges for uh, the first down and seven yards. He's within about five yards of the goal line. They gave them the ball on the, on the 20, yeah. so practicing some red zone offense. Of course, that was the biggest question going into last season was how the Buffs would improve their red zone offense past that test with flying colors. Neuer back at quarterback, two wide receivers on the left, one running back behind him. He hands off to him. That's Bo Bicharet once more. The sophomore, soon-to-be sophomore running back, takes one for about two yards. Bicharet uh, is basically the spell now for Philip Lindsay. We've seen Michael Adkins uh, over the course of his career get some, some time. Uh, last year he was basically invisible, but 
Kyle Evans, uh, who knows when he'll be back with his hip injury. And then you also have Donovan Lee, who went down today with a broken ankle. Uh, Sam Neuer takes this snap. going to hand off to Bisharet once more, straight up the middle on second down. And he's going to gain about a half a yard. But Chase, uh, there are so many – for a position – or for the offense where it seemed like – there weren't that many questions because there were so many returning guys. All of a sudden, you have some pretty big questions in terms of who's going to be your backup running back. Is Montez the guy at quarterback? Because in a guy in Sam Neuer, I keep hearing great things about him as Neuer takes the snap, throws a fade route off the left side. Touchdown, Colorado. He hits number 17, KB on Ento, on a fade route. And that's exactly why Sam Neuer is being talked about yeah. in the vein that he is. His precision is brilliant. Yeah, that was a great ball by Sam Neuer there. But you got to give it up to Cabion Ento. I think he was the most improved offensive player in spring. He was awarded that uh, right before this game, actually. And people have been impressed. He's fighting. I mean, that wide receiver position, it's going to be hard for anyone to really lock up a starting job with probably five, almost six wide receivers competing to start there. Yeah, Ento's listed second on the depth chart between Bobo and Jackson at the X. But you also got guys like Shea Fields. And uh, Johnny Huntley fighting it out for that spot. Shea's going to win that one. Devin Ross, Jay McIntyre fighting it out in the slot. And then on the other side, you've got Bryce Bobo and Jawan Winfrey fighting it out for a spot. So very hard to say what's going to happen with this wide receiver position as we see our first kick of the game. It's an extra point straight through by Chris Graham. Uh, the hold there was by punter Alex Kinney uh, as Robert Orban has left the team. And I'd also throw in uh, Lee Walker competing in the slot too. I think he's had a pretty good spring from what I've heard has been showing off a lot of speed. I think he might be the kick return guy from um, what I've heard. We haven't seen a kickoff yet. But. Obviously, fans don't want to see Jay McIntyre return another punt. Uh, they were not happy with that. Uh, you wonder if they might throw Isaiah Oliver back there. Obviously, he had that huge punt return here at Folsom Field against uh, Washington State where he took one to the near side of our broadcast booth here, broke a few tackles, and just broke free, and that was the biggest touchdown in that game. Chris Graham hit a couple extra points in that game, which were huge. But Isaiah Oliver is probably going to be doing too many other things, uh, being the starting cornerback, that you don't want to risk that fate as the punt returner. And... Uh, I think that is another position of question or an area of need is who's going to be that punt returner. We really haven't seen a guy take that position in a while for the Buffs. Yeah, but, um, while they're practicing before this game, uh, Ronnie ba Blackman and Jalen Jackson were also uh, receiving punts and Jay McIntyre and Isaiah Oliver too. So those are two options. Montez shotgun, three wide receivers right. He throws it deep down the middle to Devin Ross once more, overthrows him by about a yard and a half. Uh, Montez with that same route that they threw last time. Uh, he had the throw and uh, good coverage for it this time. Just did not hit Ross. Uh, but we see that cannon of an arm from Steven Montez there. Uh, and that's why he's being considered as the starting quarterback as the first team offense is out there right now. And as you say, Lee Walker out there in the slot. Jay McIntyre on the other slot. We've got Bobo and Fields and Phil Lindsay at tailback. Lindsay motions off to the rest, right side and a False start comes on the offense as NJ Follow is bearing down on the offense from the defensive side of the ball. Chase, you get a number on who that was? No, I didn't. Well, uh, you've right now where you got the first team defense on the field right now, and uh, you've got Jace Frankie starting on left end, Javier Edwards down the middle there, and at right end, you've got uh, number 52, Leo Jackson, as Steven Montez takes one himself off the left side for a gain of five on second down, so it'll be third and five. But that's another area 
well, the defense, the entire defense yeah. is really a question. And we're, we're starting to learn more and see who's going to take over these positions as Anthony Julemisi is lining up as the starting cornerback on the right side. Afalabe Laguda in the secondary. You know, we kind of knew some of that stuff. Montez drops the snap, trying to hand off to Lindsey. Uh, this first-team oh. offense has not looked good thus far in their first five plays. No, not at all. But, I mean, there's not a lot we can take from this. But, ooh. Probably not what Steven Montez wanted. Um, you know, the spring game's a weird thing because they're trying to hide as much as possible. And these guys that are first-teamers are obviously trying not to get hurt. So when you look at these first-teamers, it's almost as their level of play is nowhere near that of the second-teamers because the second-teamers really are trying to show something. And these first-teamers are just kind of out here with the instruction of do not get hurt. Trying to send out some tweets, Chase. Got to oh. keep the people updated. Uh, like I said, offense in black, quarterbacks in gray today, special teamers in gray, the defense in white, second teamers out there right now. Cornerback on the near side to us is Trey Udofio. We've heard great things about Trey uh, in this spring ball. Uh, guys really talking him up. Quarterback in there right now is Tyler Lytle, his first throw off the left side is a gain of five on a little bubble screen to KB on Ento. And Chase, you know a lot about Tyler Lytle more than I do because you, uh, you've you got to hang out with a little Tyler Lytle off the field. Yeah, actually, um, we're on a, a little head nod basis when we walk by each other on campus. So that's pretty cool with the new quarterback. But um, he got off to a rough start. Even Coach Mack has talked about his first first few practices weren't very good but um, has definitely picked it up since then as it started to grasp the, the offense you'd probably ex expect that from uh, any new quarterback that's supposed to be in high school to be slow right out the get-go right and we've seen some of the all 22s Lytle drops back throws deep down the left side and he's gonna hit a tight end uh, through that ball from about the 45 yard line found him on the 20 tight end advances to the 15 trying to get a number on that tight end that was 86 Dylan Keeney Dylan Keeney nice catch into the bread basket there really nice throw by Lytle and great read on that zone defense uh, finding the soft spot there as Lytle's in a shotgun pistol formation once more four wide receivers on the field two to the right two to the left Bishrep behind him throws off the left side Ento on a bubble screen from the 10 gets the ball and advances about to the seven on first and goal but, uh, yeah, we, I was saying, we've seen the All-22, or you have, and Lytle did not look good the first two weeks of spring ball. But we've heard, we've he heard more and more about him the last two weeks, the, the last two weeks of spring ball, uh, about him really making strides and starting to look like the quarterback we all thought he could be. And he has the same body type of that, uh, of Cepho Lufau. Uh, you could see it in his legs. Lytle drops back, throws a fade route on the left side. Ento can't come away with this. Great coverage there by, uh, it looks like, is that Nick Fisher? Uh, Ronnie Blackman, Ronnie Blackman, number two. Yeah, another guy in, in these defensive backs, Chase. Uh, so many of them for Colorado. Uh, a lot of names, and I think the only one that's really broken away from the pack uh, in terms of this cornerback position is Isaiah Oliver. We'll get to that more in a second. Lytle drops back, fakes a handoff, and is going to be swallowed up in the backfield before he can be tackled. No tackling on the quarterbacks. Of course, we wouldn't want to touch the quarterbacks. It's like starting pitchers aren't athletes. Quarterbacks are not athletes either. Uh, I think we can all agree on that one. Except for Tim Tebow, the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I mean, he plays baseball and football. Come yeah, on. He's amazing. He has one hit in spring training. <laughs> one hit. Uh, field goal being attempted now by the second teamers. This is 
Looks like Chris Graham again. Yeah, this is Chris Graham to take this field goal from. Wait, I think that's 95. 95? We've got a 95. We don't have the binoculars up in the booth tonight, but I think that's. That's Nick Porter, sophomore kicker, left foot Nick Porter from about 17, and this one's through the uprights and good. Yeah, I guess that's how you can tell the difference between Porter and Graham is Porter's a lefty. Uh, it's not a south southpaw. What would he be, if a, a south toe? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a south toe, to be honest Are with you. Are you really? Kick, yeah, I kick left. I right, left, kick left, but play hockey and golf right, so I like to mix it up a little bit. Well, your parents did you right because you're yeah. supposed to shoot right if you're left-handed. It, it's stronger. Yeah. Most people don't know that. The Canadian uh, way, yep. actually. That's why if you look at hockey players, uh, you go around, uh, most of them shoot left-handed. There's not that many left-handed people in Canada. It's just that they teach their right-handed people to shoot left and their left-handed people to shoot right. Coming back out on the field with, he looks like the first teamers now. Wonder how much of them we will see today. Uh, these gray jerseys, a lot harder to read in the sunshine than they are in the nighttime. We've seen them in the nighttime. They glow a little bit. Handoff up the middle. This one looks like it's to Michael Adkins. He plunges up for about six yards on first down. They started this drive on their own 35-yard line. Montez in there at quarterback for the Buffs. We, I think the last time I've seen Michael Atkins run or carry a football was in the end of that Arizona game out in Tucson. Uh, that was the last game he played, but I haven't even seen him in practice at all, obviously close to the media, but I legitimately like haven't even bumped into him. Like I thought he disappeared. So apparently Michael Atkins is back. He does like to stay under the radar, but I love the no gloves. I've always loved that about Michael Atkins. You come out and... He doesn't need the stickiness. It just goes right in his hands. Third and really short for Montez. He hands off to Adkins, goes off the middle, and brings it behind the left guard and is going to pick up six yards, chugging carry. Nice carry for the lanky, uh, tall and skinny running back, Michael Adkins, who will be a senior, finally, finally a senior in the spring or this fall. Uh, I can relate, Michael Adkins. I am waiting for someone to say I am finally a senior too. Montez dropping back. He's on the head of Ralphie's logo, takes the snap, looks deep, and he's going to have to roll out to the left side and throws it on the run, overthrows Bryce Bobo and knocks the sunglasses off an Argus security guard member. He almost caught it, the security guard. He's facing some of the same issues that the wide receivers face. Those <laughs> balls come up on you way quick when you got Montez. Quick release, strong arm. Montez, the soon-to-be redshirt sophomore from El Paso, Texas played in eight games last year, spelling Cepho Lufau. Uh, was almost the starter at one point. Uh, at, had he performed in that USC game, throws a bubble screen off the right side to Johnny Huntley, who steps out of bounds after gaining two. But, you know, you look at Steven Montez and, and you look at the guys that surround him. He's got basically a full offensive line returning. He's got almost every single player in this offense returning obviously every wide receiver uh and they're gaining talent in this spot i've talked to a few guys within the team as montez drops back and he has to scramble out of the pocket to the right side 40 35 and they're going to mark him down after gaining the first down i think it was shea fields or devin ross that said it to me or maybe both of them said it to me where they said the offense really needs to take over as the leaders of this team last year it was the defense that led the buffs but this year it's the offense that has these presents. Uh, we've got the captains selected for the year. They were selected, thir selected Thursday night. 
uh, as George Frazier, Jeremy Irwin, Phil Lindsay, Derek McCartney, Afalabe Laguda, and Rick Gamboa are the captains of this year's CU Buffs fall start on Montez's offense. There aren't really any surprises there. No, um, well, Rick Gamboa is a little bit of a surprise. Mm -hmm. I know he's the starting inside linebacker, but he's really not. He doesn't give me the, 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 uh, imp the presence of a leader. No, but um, you can lead in other ways, and I'm sure. What, didn't he? Wasn't he part of the awards um, that they gave out right before? I thought he got some type of leadership award. Uh, Gamboa came away with nothing this spring. Oh yeah, he came away with the Eddie Crowder Outstanding Leader Award well, with Phil go. Lindsay. There you go. Good call. <laughs> but uh, I just I've not, I've been around Rick, and I just. He's, he, he's not the guy that leads the defense for me. I mean, personally, I would have given it to a guy like Ryan Moeller over Rick Gamboa. I know you need someone in that linebacking group because Laguda and Moeller basically play the same position, but Moeller's out on the field a lot, and he's a guy that can lead the buff. Second and 13 for Montez, near side hash, takes the snap, looks down the left side, finds Bryce Bobo on a slant route. He's going to be brought down by Isaiah Oliver after picking up the first down and a gain of about 13 yards. Buffs on the 21-yard line of the defensive buffs. So while we're on the subject of Gamboa, it's um, Drew Lewis that's playing inside linebacker with him on that first defense. And he also received an award earlier today. He got uh, most improved linebacker, and that's why you see him starting out there with the ones. Montez hits Ross, short bubble screen down the left side, picks up two on first down. Yeah, Addison Gamboa is technically listed as injured, uh, and then in parentheses, sabbatical. Uh, he has not been a part of the team this spring. They're going to have to convince him to join back with the team this fall. Uh, he's going to have to make that decision. But he's a guy that's been through so much. Obviously, his presence would be welcome. But someone's going to need to step up this linebacking position for bu the Buffs as Michael Adkins takes a carry off the right side, then cuts back up the middle, and he gains the first down and eight yards. It's going to be first and goal from the 10-yard line. So Steve Montez is putting a little bit of a drive together after the first two didn't go so hot. Him and uh, Michael Atkins here having some good chemistry with these uh, QB reads. Three wide receivers out on the field. You got Bryce Bobo by himself on the near side. Montez takes the snap on the near side, hands off to Atkins with his left hand, and Atkins takes the carry up the middle, and he keeps jugging, breaks a few tackles, and will gain eight. It'll be second and goal from the two-yard line. Javier Edwards uh, being shown on the big screen right now. Looks like a very big boy. Isaiah Lewis, I think, right there, getting some time on the field chase, number 20. 23. Um, that, 23. Um, Drew Lewis Drew, okay. I was, I was, I was thinking because that was one of the guys I, I had uh, pinpointed in my mind today to look out for because I wanted to see Isaiah Lewis play two wide receivers set on the field. Montez wants more to Adkins up the middle, gains a yard, so it'll be third and goal on the one-yard line for the offensive squad. So we have a few Lewises on the team. Lu to Lui? Um, yeah, Lui. What's the plural of Lewis? <laughs> Troy, Troy Lewis is no longer on the team, right? If I'm yeah, he, he, he did leave the team. So it's just Drew, Drew and Isaiah. Isaiah now, yeah. The Lui. I always got Troy and Drew confused because they look the exact same. So it's good that Troy is no longer on the team. Montez with the old Cephalufo, and he gets a touchdown for the Buffs. Faked a handoff to Adkins, came off the near side on the QB read and takes it in himself. That's a thing Montez can do is, well, I, I don't know if he can do it to the level of Cepho. I don't know if anyone can ever do it like Cepho, but he does have that bruising running ca capability. Well, and it, also it's part of the reason why he lost so much weight um, over the winter. He tried to cut down all of his fat so he could build all of it back up with muscle. I think that has to do with being able to run it 
um, outside the tackles and stuff, rather than what Cepho did, which was mostly up the middle. Yep, and uh, that's that's the difference between Montez and Neuer. Neuer's a guy that's more of the traditional scrambling quarterback, gets outside of the pocket, then will make those throws. Sending some tweets, keeping people updated live here. Uh, about what? What would you say, Chase? About three thousand people here. Oh. <laughs> I'm not good at guessing attendance, especially when it's like someone this. at Ted Chalfin. Um, but it's—I mean—it's a beautiful day in Boulder, as Mike McIntyre likes to say, before and after every practice. 80 degrees, sun is shining. Uh, I do not know why I'm. Well, I do know why I'm here. I get paid to do this, but. I don't know why I'm here other than that, because I would be tubing, skiing, Kai, I don't know. I don't do any of these things. I'd be sitting on my couch, or I'd be sitting on my porch drinking a beer is what or, I'd be doing. Let's yeah, be honest. Tossing a die in the air or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe playing some Frisbee. But my point being is, you know, I understand if you're not here, you know, the, the people within the Buffs football program are like, oh, we can't understand anyone that's not here. You know, it's your Buffs. They're back. Like, nah, this is the spring game. It's almost too nice of a day to go watch a spring game. Right, it's exactly. too nice outside. I'm trying to get to our uh, – do some research here while I'm talking, which is not as easy as it looks, folks. That's why I am not the professional broadcaster that I am aspiring to be. Uh, quarterback right in the game now is number 17 for the Buffs, and, of course, that's Casey Marksbury, the redshirt freshman walk-on, but – a lot of people have a lot of good things to say about Casey Marksberry. Yeah, I've definitely heard some good things about Casey. He's probably um, the best walk-on quarterback that they have over uh, T.J. Patterson. And, and uh, yeah, we've got one more. Jo Joshua Golden. Uh, we'll have to check if he's a Jew. Tyler McGarry we've heard good <laughs> things about as well. As Marksberry drops back, throws one deep down the right side, can't find Johnny Huntley. Uh, have we already seen enough of Steven Montez today? Um, As we're 19 minutes into the spring game. Good question. We almost, uh, we've probably already seen enough of Phil Lindsay because he wasn't involved with Steven Montez on that drive at they all. They cannot no. have him go down with yeah. an injury. So I, I would bet that Phil's done for the day. We'll see if, we can, if we'll see Steven again. We've got a uh, first and 10 awaiting us now. Dante Wigley being shown on the big board. He's on the near side in one-on-one -on -one coverage with Johnny Huntley. Marksberry will hand off the middle to Bo Bisharet. Plunges off the right side for a gain of eight. Bruising running style. And a lot of fans wanted him to move the linebacker, but I bet they are glad that he has sticked at that running back position because, boy, do they need him there now. And he's going to get his shot to be a running back, which is why he came to Colorado in the first place. Gets another carry, goes for yeah, about a gain of one. Do they just see that body and think – Linebacker. Well, he played linebacker in high school. He played linebacker, running back. But I yeah, know, I mean, he, he looks like he looks like a linebacker. Doesn't look like a running back. Yeah, I mean, I see that. But the numbers that he put up as a running back in high school and the way he runs, I I don't know. I really like him as a running back. Marksbury throws off the left side on a bubble screen to Lee Walker. Steps out of bounds, but it's going to be a hold on the offense. Lee Walker with Lee Walker the third on the back of his jersey, wears number 18 for CU. Uh, didn't see much of him last year. Saw a little bit more of him later in the year as a couple wide receivers were banged up. But Walker is a guy that is talented, and I just think he's one of those guys that gets lost with a KBM into to the fact that there are so many good wide receivers up in this group. Yeah, he's incredibly talented. Um, one of the fastest wide receivers in the core. I, I could definitely see him competing in that slot, especially if 
uh, Jay McIntyre, Devin Ross go down. Um, I think he's probably the first guy up there. Marksbury drops back, throws it down the left side, almost picked off by the defense. That's number five back there for Colorado, Trey Udofia, as Marksbury kind of threw into an area with not many offensive players, but a lot of defensive players. Uh, not a great throw there from the young quarterback. We'll have a little line change here on both sides. We'll get you a little read here. Of course, the BSN Buffs podcast is always presented to you by the Blake Street Tavern. Uh, we're obviously not at the Blake Street Tavern right now, mm -hmm. but if we were, we would be drinking a cold. Well, I'd be drinking a cold one. Sorry, Chase. Uh, I'd be having a burger. You could have a burger with me. And uh, be saying what's up to my guy, Tyler Ziskin. Actually kind of upset that I wasn't at Kegs and Eggs yesterday for St. Patrick's Day. It looked like a lot of fun there at Blake Street, uh, our favorite bar in Boulder, uh, the home to BSN Buffs, the big house on Blake. Who was playing at Kegs and Eggs? Uh, I think American Authors. Oh, wow. Which is actually a pretty big get for, like, Kegs and Eggs yeah. at Blake Street Tavern. Yeah, that is. So, like, I mean, I'm not an American Authors guy. Chris, the owner of the Blake Street Tavern, is like, Hey, Shap, come down. Like, American authors are playing. I'm like, like, that's not why I'm coming down. Like, you could just say, hey, Shap, come down to Blake Street. I'm more likely to come than, hey, Shap, come down, American authors. Hung out with Chris a little bit in Vegas. Of course, Tyler uh, stayed with Tyler in Vegas. So those guys are, you know, I, I'm pounding my chest. You can't see that because it's a podcast. But those are my, those are my guys. So... Uh, Sam Neuer back on the field with the second team offensive. Oh, no, this is the first team. Sam Neuer out there with the first team. Shea Fields out on the near side here. Jay McIntyre, four wide receivers out on the field. Neuer drops back, looks to the left side. Slant route by Bryce Bobo, caught, and then he breaks it outside. 45-50, uh, and he's brought down by a gang of Colorado tacklers after picking up 15-20 on first down there. A yeah, good quick throw by Sam Neuer there. Exactly what you'd expect with the quick accuracy that people – um, keep raving about. Read the coverage well once more, reads the coverage well again as he finds Bobo on a little curl route on the outside onto the far side of the field of us. We are located on the west side of Folsom as always here in the booth. We should take some time to talk about this offensive line while the ones are still out there. Um, Jeremy Irwin, of course, is back. It looks like he's in at left guard. Yeah, it does look like that. Neuer throws to the left side, finds Devin Ross on a little curl route. We've got Ryan Koningsberg and Ali Monroy. Are when's the last time you? This is the podcast, by the way, right now. Hey guys, we're doing a game broadcast with the podcast. What's the podcast? This here. I'll hold on. I'll get you. I'll get you a microphone. I'll get you set up. This is actually. It sounds like it's going really bad, but it's going really good. I have no voice. I can't be on the podcast once again. Ali, do you want to be on the podcast? Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll set you up with a mic here. Here, hold my mic and talk. Okay. What's up, guys? I don't know what to talk about besides um, the spring game. Um, what yeah. have you guys been? We've just um, been watching some football. Sam Neuer's in with the ones right now. So. Yeah, Steven Montez threw an interception on his first throw. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. And he isn't really getting that many throws in, which is disappointing to see. I think we're good. Uh, can I hear myself now? I think I can. Boom. We've got all three mics. Okay. Nice. I just threw Allie onto the podcast, cold-blooded. Uh, yep. I already did the re read for Blake Street. That was the best part of the podcast thus far, Ryan, of course, always. <laughs> uh, we've got a little delay here as uh, the referees, uh, Pac-12 officiating crew, of course, not knowing what they're doing. I think that's an advantage to the buffs today. I always get it because they're playing each other. 
Uh, Sam Neuer drops back, throws to the right side. This time it is Shea Fields who takes a ball for about 15 yards down the right side, advances the ball to the 24-yard line. Uh, Shea with some good speed there, uh, which is Good sign because he's looking like he's getting a little fat, honestly. <laughs> he even we said that. We talking about it. He, well, he said he was Yeah, fat. so we uh, oh. practiced the other day. Uh, uh, well, if he knows it. Yeah, at practice. So the practice the other day, Sam goes up to him and says, Shay, are you late? Oh, wow. And Shay goes, no, but uh, I think I'm getting a little chubby. Yeah, he's definitely just has a beer belly, I feel like. Uh, well, not in his case because he's under 21. Okay, so well. He has a little, uh, he's been drinking too many sodas. Soda belly. <laughs> he was drinking Sprites, as we like to call it on the VSN Buffs podcast, pre shat being 21. Sprite, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I wasn't I love around Sprite. during that time, so. Love Sprite. It's really hot outside, guys. If you aren't here, then you're really missing out. It's a beautiful day in Folsom. We were just talking about it's the another exact beautiful day in Boulder. We were just talking <laughs> about the exact opposite thing, Allie. We were talking about how it's so pretty that people shouldn't come here. Well, I mean, it's just Folsom Field on a beautiful day. Like, yeah, well, it, it doesn't get much that. better unless they're playing each other. In a practice. That's true, <laughs> but it is a nice day. I mean, coming just stopping by, getting into Folsom, then heading to Pearl. Um, Chautauqua, any of that. You know, it's the field does not look that good today. It looks awful. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with CU Turf. Did they did they lose someone in their uh, their staff? Uh, everyone else has lost. The defense has lost, of course, uh, two co or three coaches. Uh, we've lost eight starters there on the defense as well. We lost the starting quarterback here for the Buffs. Uh, looks like CU Buffs Turf has also lost some of their crew uh, because there are patch marks everywhere. Uh, it's not like it's been it's snowed recently what it's been like two three weeks maybe that's the snowed? issue is that it hasn't snowed so it's, it's like just dry out. yeah Neuer back then in there at quarterback uh Adkins to his left Neuer takes a snap hands off to Adkins plunges up the middle and gains about three yards on second down so it'll be third and short as Adkins and Leo Jackson get into a little bit of a Donnybrook after the play a little skirmish you got to have your hockey adjectives ready for fighting there to go Chase just in case. Neuer downs the ball. I don't, I guess there's four seconds left. I didn't know that there was time. Uh, Neuer downs the ball, and uh, the field goal unit's going to come on to kick this one. Chase, is this going to be Chris Graham, or is this going to be Nick Porter this time? This is, I can't see a number yet, Chris Graham. Chris Graham. Chris Graham, TJ Patterson out there on the hold, and then we've got at long snapper this year, JT Bale, the sophomore for the Buffs. This field goal is going to be from 35 yard lines, dead center on the field for Graham. Patterson with the hold, good. Graham on the kick, and that one's through the uprights for Colorado, who uh, ties the score at 0 to 0 because none of these points count for anything. That was a pretty good kick by Chris Graham. What was that, like 35 yards? Yeah, wow. 35 yards on the dot. Uh, Chris Graham. <laughs> Looking good here all of a sudden for being Chris Graham. Good sign for the Buffs. Uh, but they've brought in a new kicker. Uh, Chase, you're pretty excited about this new kicker that they brought in from Australia. Well, I'm just happy they got someone that can make every field goal and also give it a shot on, like, maybe 60 yarders. We haven't seen him come in Boulder yet, but uh, on his YouTube videos, it was looking like he was 60, 65 in that region. I mean, the only bad thing about him is he looked really slow to get the balls off. It looks like he could kick off right away at this level, but I don't think he's going to be able to kick field goals at least for a little while because he's very slow on the drop. 
Got to get you one more read here uh, for Jackson's. Jackson's Hole opened up in March of 1977 and quickly became the place for watching sports. Almost 40 years later, and Jackson's All-American Sports Grill is keeping their reputation alive. There's 65, 70-inch TVs everywhere. The food is amazing, and there's almost 30 beers on tap, including table taps that you can control at your own booth. Come down to Jackson's All-American Sports Grill in Greenwood Village off Arapaho and I-25. They are the original sports grill. Real quick fun fact about this new kicker from Australia. Uh, Chris Fowler, when he was covering the Australian Open, went out to Pro Kick Australia, which is where this new guy uh, was practicing. And before he even knew that he was being recruited by the Buffs, he was like, oh, my God, this guy's legit. I got to tell them about him. And he actually told the Buffs that he saw him. And... They were like, oh, we're already in on him. And, of course, he ended up coming to Colorado. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Chris Fowler always helping out the forever buffs, as we like to call them here. Not former buffs, forever buffs. Right, Ryan? Yes, sir. Tyler Lytle with a really nice throw on first down. It's not third down, but his first down throw, he scrambled out to the left side, rolled out, and threw across his body back to the right. We saw a practice video from about a week ago of him doing that exact same thing. And Lytle looks really good throwing off balance for CU. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's watch this third down play. Yeah, he, Tyler does look throw. good um, throwing. Third and seven, and At he's uh, sacked Reggie. here. Yeah, it looks like he's only going through like one progression and then tucking. But other than that, he's great I, I mean, arm strength. yeah, when he <laughs> from Ryan. <laughs> when he does make he's a throw, it looks good. Ryan's like mumbling over there. Yeah, he just told me to mumbling, bumbling, and get stumbling. Get out there! That looks like he has great arms. Oh, you know that girl I was with last night? It's, this has something to do with that. It's okay. So what? <laughs> she goes. She comes up to me and goes, "I have a great story." I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "Chris Berman hit on my mom," and so I like was like, "So how does that happen? Like, what is the process of Chris Berman hitting on one's like one's?" parents like is it like i'm chris berman like, like what can i have your number back 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 in my pocket or something like how do, i just couldn't imagine chris berman like being that person but yeah uh <laughs> what off the rails here already i'm sorry uh 46 seconds on the clock we'll see if that matters uh, as it's fourth and eight for Colorado. They're on their own 38-yard line. Tyler Lytle with the ball for the Buffs. Drops back, looks down the right side, and Johnny Huntley's open, and he just threw it a little bit short. I'm a little surprised there's no flag. Trey Udofia didn't even look back at the coverage. Yeah. Hit him uh, early, it looked like. I, I don't think Johnny Huntley was too pleased with that one, but... Huntley uh, continues to look solid. That was a really crisp route that he just ran. He is, when you see him in person, he's incredibly big, actually, for a wide receiver. I didn't, I didn't expect that from him. He looks more like a lineman than he does a wide receiver, yeah. honestly, but he's still got that speed. I wish we had stats for you, but uh, we don't. So imagine stats being assert, inserted into the broadcast right now. Good stuff. Uh, Good stuff there from the stat people. I'd say Michael Atkins probably leading in rushing. Uh, Sam Neuer leading in yards. Yeah. Um. Tackles led by a group of linemen. Mm -hmm. A lot of tackles coming up the middle thus far for Colorado. Isaiah Oliver putting back the helmet on, so 
Looks like the first team defense will go back on the field. Ryan Muller still in a visor down there on our near sideline. The defense in white. Offense on the far sideline in those black, all black uniforms. The black, black gold, the best looking uniforms in all of sports. Uh, the Buffs are rocking them today. Never a bad look. I wondered why the uh, defense just didn't go white, white, gold, but it is what it is. Who's down on that sideline chase with the dark red hair? I got to figure out where you're looking. Uh, near sideline next to Ronnie Blackman. It looks like it looks like Phil what Lindsay's brother Marcus, 45-yard line. It's not uh, Marcus Lindsay, but he's got Marcus oh, Lindsay. Oh, it looks hair. like Samson Cafavalu. Oh, that actually. is Samson Cafavalu. Good call, Chase. Yeah, big guy. Lytle drops back and oh no, that's Montez drops back, throws to the near side, and that's Bo Bicharet running a play. We saw Phil Lindsay run about a hundred times last year on the motion swing uh, running back play. 105 left on the scoreboard clock. Buffs on their own 45-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left of Montez. Fakes a pitch to Bicharet, then takes it up the middle and is stopped there by number 91 on the defense, who for the Buffs is Eddie Lopez. Uh, haven't heard his name be called in about two years. He was an impact player for the Buffs, spelling uh, Josh Tupo and Josh Tupo's first run with the Buffs, but Lopez has been quiet since then. He is a junior for Colorado. Did almost nothing last year, didn't travel. Montez drops back, throws to the left side, over the middle, and that's Bicharet with a nice catch while he's being swung down to the ground by Afalabe Laguda. <laughs> that was a big hit by Foe. Hard pursuit. Foe's completely taken over as the leader of the defense there in the secondary. Afalabe uh, is a guy for Colorado that plays more like a linebacker in that secondary position than he does as a uh, than he does as a safety he's just not that good in coverage honestly but he's really stepped up his game from what we've heard and if you look at later into the year last year less blown coverages as the season went along started to really improve uh, but I don't think he's ever going to be a guy known for his coverage in the secondary no but um, in this defense they like to be physical at the line like to use their safety safeties as linebackers so it works for him and um, I've been impressed with Nick Fisher's coverage so far. What's up, Ryan? George Frazier is playing both ways. Yeah, George Frazier is playing both ways. Right, what are they doing with his jersey? I don't know. I realized he was wearing gold pants earlier, and I was like, classic George Frazier can't even figure out what pants to put on. But to his credit, he's playing both ways. Classic George Frazier. 31 left on the game clock. Montez drops back, throws deep down the right side. He's got Shea Fields. Uh, no, that was – was that Shea Fields? Yeah. That was Shea Fields, and he couldn't hit him. Uh, but Shea running a fly route, and Montez, once again, can't hit a guy on a fly route. He's 0 for 3 on fly routes today. That was great coverage by Trey Adofia. He actually closed down on Shea Fields when that ball was in the air, which um, is pretty impressive to be faster than Shea Fields. I'm pretty disappointed in what I'm seeing in Steven Montez today, um, especially during the spring game. We haven't been able to see the quarterbacks do anything and you would just expect him to come out and have a stronger game but he's really struggling and doesn't look like it's a good sign for him honestly um, I know a lot of people support him and I've 
think he's a great quarterback, but from what we're seeing right now, he's really been struggling. People had him as locked up to be the number one quarterback on the Buffs. And speaking of locks, Colorado Safe Outlet has the largest selection of safes <laughs> in Colorado. Don't waste your time at big box retailers looking at safes that don't suit your needs. Instead, come to Colorado Safe Outlet where an expert will set you up with exactly what you need, no more, no less. Once you pick the perfect safe, they will deliver it to your home fast and easy. Check them out online at coloradosafeoutlet.com or visit one of their two locations in Centennial or Stapleton. But you're right, Allie. Uh, Ryan Koningsberg famously predicted that Steven Montez would be the savior. Uh, I don't think this is the program needs saving anymore, but Montez, uh, in his eight appearances at CU, only one appearance has really blown us away, and that was the Oregon performance. Of course, he was a freshman last year. Let it be known that I famously did not use the word savior on purpose. <laughs> what did you say? I said I hate calling people the savior, but I really like Steven Montez. So you got around saying savior, but you said it anyways, basically. Montez pitches back to Atkins, takes a carry off the right side off tackle, gains 10 yards. Uh, nice job there from Atkins, who's looked pretty solid thus far today. Uh, number 19 for Colorado. Uh, yeah, haven't seen George Frazier on offense, though. I know he's playing both ways in practice. Have, has anyone seen George Frazier on offense? Ryan has. Yeah, he was out there for a few plays. Quarterback swings the pass onto the right side for Shea Fields on a bubble screen, and they're going to pick up the first down this time on a gain of about three yards. That was Montez on the pass. Montez stays out there, four wide receivers on the field. Jay McIntyre, Devin Ross, Bryce Bobo, Shea Fields. Well, we saw a lot of last year. Tim Lynott out there at right guard today as number 79 for Colorado is at center, and that is Jonathan Huckins. Montez throws to the right side, caught go, by Allie. Shea Fields. Nice pitch and catch there between Montez and Fields. Results in six points for the Colorado offensive unit. Uh, fired write, that pass off. Don't write off Steven Montez just yet. He rifled that ball. I didn't write him off yet. I'm just saying I'm disappointed on the way he started out this game. That's all I'm saying. I have hope for him, but he just hasn't shown much today. I mean, over the middle, over the linebackers, 35-yard throw on the money to Shea Fields there. That's a thing of beauty. In the NFL, you have the preseason to have overreactions. And here we have the spring game. So I welcome all overreactions to the spring game. <laughs> As uh, Buffs on to take the extra point, this is Nick Porter with that left-footed kick. Uh, snap, hold, good. Porter, good on the extra point. Nick and Porter out of Fairview High School. Is he really? That's what someone behind me said in the stands. <laughs> We're going to have to – I'm going to get that bio up for us right now. Nick Porter out of Fairview High School, Louisville, Colorado. Fairview has now become a pipeline of walk-on kickers to Colorado. Can't even remember a, 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 a kicker not from Fairview, honestly. Like, they're all non-existent. Did Will Oliver go to Fairview? He must have. No, but Dara did. I know. I know. I know. Will Mason Crosby, Fairview. John Torp, Fairview. Fairview. <laughs> Every great The new kicker. Australian kicker, Fairview. <laughs> when he went to high school 37 years ago. Isn't it weird that, like, the Buffs, not, the Buffs last year didn't have a player older than you, Ryan? But now they do? Now they have a player that's older than Tyler Ziskin. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you like old jokes because I'm going to make a lot of old jokes about him. He thinks he's hitting a midlife crisis, and it's not true. He thinks so he has nowhere to go from up after being 24. I, I feel young again now that the Buffs have a 30-year-old on the team. This has revitalized Ryan's uh, journalism career as the 
Second team offensive unit comes out, led by Tyler Lytle this time. Bo Bicharette to his right, three wide receivers on the field. Lytle takes the snap, drops back, looks to the left side, pumps once, rolls out to the left on the 40-yard line, and is going to find a sprawling wide receiver who steps out of bounds. That's Lee Walker making a very nice catch, one-toed, uh, as he comes down with it on the 22-yard line. That's uh, Tanner Gritschit. Grichik. At, at running back, not Bicharet that yeah. time? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Grichik, I'm going to go with that. One of the walk-ons. Uh, not related, at least we don't think, to to Randall Grichik of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, we saw Dom Collier earlier wearing a St. Louis Cardinals hat, uh, which is not a good sign. He should be wearing a Rockies hat. He's from here, isn't he? Yeah, talking to the mic, Chase. How about <laughs> Sorry. that? <laughs> Dom Collier should be wearing a Rockies hat. Second and five, Lytle hands off to Grichich, moves off, tackle to the left side, runs side to side. Will be tackled for a loss of one. Uh, the running back depth is being displayed right now. Uh, Non-apparent now that two running backs have gone down for the Buffs. And that was a thing last year for Colorado that was such uh, a positive that they had such success with keeping their guys healthy in general, especially at that running back position as we get ready for this Tyler Lytle snap again. Lytle with Grichich to his left, drops back on the shotgun snap. He's gonna roll out to the right on the run. He's gonna pull it down himself and gets the first down for Colorado. It'll be first and 10 from the 11 yard line of the defensive side. Small band here today. This has gotta be smaller than the regular basketball band, right? Like yeah. I think so. That's, that's a tiny little band. Love band takes. <laughs> I only go to Ben Burroughs' blog to read band takes, honestly. Like, that's why the Pac-12 tournament's awesome is because Ben Burroughs' band takes. That's my take. There's only one letter difference between band takes and bad takes. <laughs> Lytle just threw a, a sweet one. fade route to Johnny Huntley. It was short. Huntley came back on it and landed on his back came down with the ball on the pylon. They're going to call it a touchdown, but Lytle to Huntley, and now we've seen all three quarterbacks make at least one very good throw. That's definitely what you want to see out of uh, Johnny Huntley there because they need the Buffs need to score in the red zone next year, and Johnny Huntley is a great big wide receiver. Johnny Huntley is a big wide receiver, and he just chest bumped with Tyler Lytle and got knocked backwards. So let me tell you, folks, Tyler Lytle is not little. <laughs> nice. Dante Dante Wiggly on the cover <laughs> Dante Wiggly on the coverage there. Uh, he very good coverage too. Forced only into a spot to make a very tough catch for Huntley, and he still makes that catch. Huntley just barely wiggled away from him. You could say Johnny hunted that ball down. You could say that. Are we going to do the Dante's Inferno thing, or does Dante Wiggly need to be like confirmed really good for us to do that? He has to be good. It's like when we gave Donald Gordon the nickname Flash, Flash Gordon, and then he never played. And now he's not even here. Yeah. There's also Dante Spiracco to get the Dante's Inferno. He made a tackle uh, like a drive ago. I didn't even notice that. You're, see, this is why you're up in the broadcast booth <laughs> is because I'm just out here enjoying the day, taking in the views. You're out here doing the good and smart journalism. <laughs> That's not true. I was just trying to find some guys on defense that are going to make plays. So. Oh, well, this will be a weird uh, advertisement, but uh, Life Flower Dispensary out there in Glendale. Uh, 
Got to check them out just south of Denver. Source medical and recreational marijuana until midnight. They are a one-stop shop and have something for everyone. Whether you're a smoker or prefer to use topical treatments for severe pain, Life Flower carries a huge variety of edibles, infused sodas, concentrates, flowers, and they carry glass too. Check out their menu at weedmaps.com for specific strains and price details or just show up to Life Flower off Leedsdale. Al, you didn't notice this earlier on the podcast, but... Uh, the Colorado Keg House read has been replaced by Jackson's. Colorado Keg House has been transferred to the other pods. Oh, so no way. no more L's. Aw, good for you. You won't struggle anymore. No more well, struggle. Jackson sells L's. It's L's. L's too. It's, uh, they do, but we don't say it in the read. <laughs> no. um, who, you know, what, you know what I really miss is uh, as uh, Buffs take a, a snap here on offense, snaps Neuer. Finds, uh, who is that, Devin Ross? Or no, no. Darian Rakestraw off the left side on a little route over the middle. I miss our guys over in Golder, Ryan. Jeremy Johnston and his business that shall not be named anymore. It was never named, actually, on this podcast before uh, as the Buffs make it. Maybe that's why they're not advertising with us anymore uh, as Lee Walker takes a catch uh, here on the near side. Gains about two yards. It'll be third and five for Sam Neuer's offensive group right now. Hey, uh, Riley Hillis is in that running back. Fun fact about Riley Hillis. He was a hockey player, a really good hockey player. Played in the uh, WHL So the USHL. Who is the other one that played in the Western League as Sam Neuer takes this snap, looks to the right side on the shotgun, rolls out to the right, and they're going to call this play dead. What's it's one of the safeties. I'm trying Is it to under walk-on candidates, Chase? Yeah. Because probably. you were telling me the story, uh, and I don't know who told you this, but basically this is a really cool story that Chase came to my attention, and we're going to get this written up at some point. As long as they make the team. That's as long I mean. as they do make the team. That's why we're sharing it with you now. But Colorado has two guys that played major junior hockey out in Canada in the Western League, which is the premier hockey league basically for guys that are about to step into the NHL it's basically the highest form of college football but hockey's equivalent of that it didn't end up working out for them they didn't make that professional step and they decided to come here for college and they're trying to make the football team here at CU I believe it's Griffin Folk is the other one with Riley Hillis do you know where they played in the in the W no but I have the internet I can look it up real quick all right let me find their names and then as uh, Casey Marksberry comes back out to take yeah. some snaps for Colorado. Defensive unit out there led by a number 23, uh, which is not, no longer, I guess, uh, Akella Witherspoon. That is Isaiah Oliver, I mean Isaiah Lewis, uh, as uh, Marksberry hands off to the running back who plunges up the middle and is tackled there. Is that quarterback Lytle? Uh, no, nope. Casey Marksberry. Oh, okay. This I only saw the seven. He's number 17. This is the fun of the spring game here, Al. You, uh, you look around the field and you're like, wait, who's that person? Why yeah. Am I going to see him play? And all of a sudden, there's a, a lot more white on the field. <laughs> and it's not just jerseys. And it's not just Evan either. Marksbury throws to the right side and pass caught there by the tight end, number 89 for Colorado, is Kevin Demont. Yeah, he's a... A loyal follower of BSN Buffs. Is he really? Yep. Kevin Dement. Dement? Uh, well, if you listen to the BSN Buffs podcast, I'm really sorry, buddy, that I screwed up your name. Marksberry drops back, goes up the middle, and is... Uh, Jake, that was, that was wrong of you. I would say it was demented. Mm -hmm. 
right. No one missed you. So Riley Hillis. Uh, <laughs> uh, as the editor of this podcast, you're out. <laughs> Riley Hillis, Tri-City Americans, which is a pretty good – I mean, they're all pretty good teams in the WHL. All those guys are just trying to get drafted. They're not really trying to win. So. Yeah. Uh, that, that's in the division with Seattle and Portland, the American yeah. division there in the W. And then we've got you looking up the other one as we – here, Shamar Hamilton just made a pretty nice tackle out there in the middle. He's listed as fourth string on the depth chart today at outside linebacker behind Taron Hasselback, Sam Benyon, Puki Maka, and then there's Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton coming in, I thought he was going to be a guy that might start on the outside for the buffs, but uh, I think he's a little bit smaller than people expected, and he's struggled a little bit in spring from what we've heard. And then Griffin Falk has gotten around a little bit in the WHL. Everett Silvertips, Seattle Thunderbirds, Lethbridge Hurricanes, which Ooh, I, uh, that's a good one. Swift Current Broncos. That's a good one, too. Swift Current Broncos, Joe Sackick played on that team when, of course, they suffered their tragic bus accident that killed several members of that team. Joe Sackick was on the bus that night. Uh, they still wear a patch on their jerseys commemorating those players that uh, died in that tragic bu bus accident uh, You know, almost 30, 40 years ago. Uh, as buffs connect on offense, pass can, uh, thrown to and caught by number 94 on offense, uh, which there is no 94 on offense, so I think I screwed that up. And I think that's Kevin DeMeyer. That was 84, Ryan? Yes. That was Cameron Frazier out of Boulder, Colorado's Fairview Fair High School. Marksbury drops back, is going to scramble up the middle, and he is brought down at his own 48-yard line, plate blown dead before then. So Marksbury as well, uh, a local product too, right? No, not Marks. Marksbury's not a local product, but uh, is one of the quarterbacks is a local product, and I can't think of which one it is. T.J. Patterson. Well, T.J. went to Boulder, I know that, and I wasn't trying to like set up that joke, but I thought one of the other backup quarterbacks went to Monarch. Jay McIntyre. Why doesn't he play quarterback for this team? I don't know. <laughs> that works out so well, Coach's son playing quarterback. Mark Sperry at quarterback once more for Colorado. Uh, is going to give the ball off up the middle to Grisick. Grisick. Uh, we'll, we'll get a pronunciation on that name for spring or for fall if we do need it. Uh, you won't. But we won't. So. It's the, that's the, my favorite part about spring football is I learn about guys on the team that I forget even exist. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm there every single day. Uh, Marksbury hands off once more to Grissick and uh, gains about three yards up the middle. So uh, walk-on quarterback Joshua Golden is from Rock Canyon High School. So that's Okay, my that's area. what I was thinking of. Rather than is your guys' area. Wait, was that what you were thinking of, Jake? Yes. Are, you, are you sure? Or are you just trying to? I'm saving myself. Yeah, there uh, you go. Is, he the, is he a Jew? Have we gotten confirmation? Is he a Jew? I don't know, but as a walk-on, I'd say he has a golden opportunity. Marksbury with a very nice pass down the left side. Caught on the sidelines by number 83 of Colorado, Derek Coleman, who tiptoes the sidelines and steps out of bounds at the six-yard line of the defense. Got to get these puns in now because we'll never talk about these players again. <laughs> You're just so cruel. Uh, you could say that throw is on the Marksbury. You could say that. Allie's going to lose I it. I think that might be your best one. I like that. I've already lost it. I don't even know how to handle them sometimes. So I choose to just ignore them and keep enjoying 
spring football. <laughs> You're the only one. Congrats. Congrats on being the only one that enjoys spring football. Even spring yet. It's it, so no, it is spring now. Oh no, it isn't. Nope. It isn't. Spring doesn't start for three days. So, winter ball over here at Folsom Field going very well. That's probably why the grass isn't growing. Marksberry drops back on the shotgun, hands off to Grissick, and he goes up the middle. 53 minutes into this one, uh, the spring game, and wow, it's already been 53 minutes. <laughs> I know. Time flies when you're watching football. Time flies when you're trying to identify random white men in, in Buffalo costumes. <laughs> Should one of us go down there and get ready to talk to Mac? Marksbury drops back, throws a fader out on the right side. Couldn't come down with it. Nice coverage there on the defense by number 37 of Colorado, which is Lucas Cooper. And Lucas Cooper, uh, we've heard some good things about Lucas Cooper, uh, too. And Cooper is a guy that is very low down on the depth chart for Colorado. Uh, it's actually the fourth string safety behind Fisher, Moeller, and Sanchez. A girl I knew dated a guy named Lucas Cooper. Girl... I know, dated a guy named Bradley Cooper. Probably not. No. Marksberry drops back, rolls out to the right side, scrambles, and play is blown dead at the five-yard line. Well, I think we are uh, reaching the end of the spring game here. We'll get the rest of this drive and then wrap it up so we don't actually miss talking to guys like Mike McIntyre and uh, whoever, else. whoever else we're going to talk to here uh, after the today's spring game. So we yeah, actually get you some stay tuned for some video. Content. You get video. to see our lovely faces. I know a lot of you A lovely that. face. A <laughs> lovely face. And A average face. I think you know what I'm talking about with me and Allie over here. Marksbury drops back. Throws to the right oh. side. Touchdown, Colorado. Pass caught by Grichik. And a uh, nice pitch and catch there from Marksbury to find Grichik, who was on his butt with one leg extended there in the corner of the end zone as the offense all comes out to congratulate the third string, fourth string running back there. I think that was 89 who caught that. Yeah, eh. I think that was a receiver. You just had to ruin it, didn't you? <laughs> I just went with it. That was a wide receiver. God damn it, guys. I want proper credit given to the That was Kevin <laughs> Dement. Oh, Kevin right. Dem Dement oh, he, is not on. no longer a BSN Buffs loyal listener and follower. Yeah, he's going to listen to this. I have shamed him. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a story about how his favorite podcast just brutally owned him uh, in his star moment of his <laughs> football career. We love you, Kevin. Thank you for following. Uh, and thank you to all of you for following along the BSN Buffs family of content. I don't know why I said it like that. BSN Buffs podcast. We'll be back with a normal podcast uh, next week. For Ryan Konigsberg, Ali Monroy, Chase Howell, I am Hi Jake guys. Shapiro. Uh, wrapping up CU's spring game, the score is undefined to undefined. The Buffs won, the Buffs lost. The 10-4 and four Buffs are now still 10-4, and four, and the season starts on September 1st against Colorado State. Learned a lot today. We'll get, to you, uh, get you our wrap-up when we get down on the field, so stay tuned to all of our content here on bsndenver.com. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places.